Dennis Shagbag Show, live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live from the end of the patio at the Del Monte Golf Course, the beautiful Monterey by the Bay. Dave Marzetti, slave and over high control boards, and you don't have to, each and every Saturday morning, over 18 years now, and uh, show number 953 in a row. And... Show number 16 in a row from out on the patio as Del Monte's still closed. Pebble Beach open, Spyglass open, Spanish Bay open, and Del Monte not yet. So we'll see what happens when it happens. And as soon as it does, we'll be the first to let you know right here on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning. Welcome to a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day here on the peninsula, that's for sure, for July 11th. And, uh, wow, it's already July 11th. Wow, unbelievable. Not on. Good morning to our two biggest fans. We'll love wife, Terry, and Puff the Wonder Dog Hype on the hill on Via Gayuba. Good morning to Shagbaggers everywhere. And thanks to Pebble Beach Company. Check out lodging, dining, and golf specials online at pebblebeach.com. Del Monte Golf Course and Grill, home of the Dukes Club, home of the Shagbag Show. And Sandbar and Grill. Restaurants uh, back uh, to outdoor dining and to-go dining only. Uh, ind- indoor dining it uh, halts for the next three weeks, so hopefully we'll get that back going again. It was a terrible tease for us when we got a chance to go down there and see Craig at the sandbar and Chris at the grotto and uh, Kevin at uh, Whaling Station and all of our friends that we got a chance to get out there and see after not being with them for so long and then have it pulled out from under us again. It's a drag. I know it's worse for the owners, <laughs> but it's a drag for the diners also because we were just so ready. Uh, what a world, what a world. Uh, but anyway, Sandbar and Grill will be open again soon. The Golf Mart Superstore, home of the 90-day return. We'll talk to those guys a little bit later on our Hour of Power. Find out what's happening in the world of golf retail with Victor Sandbagger. Monterey County Herald, your daily newspaper. On every Friday, they post the guests of the Shag Bag Show for Saturday mornings. Every Friday in the Monterey County Herald. Carousel Candies, left-hand side as you're walking down the wharf, can't miss it. Beautiful pink shop, historic building, tapping puller in the window. The ship worldwide, carouselcandies.com. Clark A. Miller, who's that? What's that? Cypress Coast, what? Cypress Coast Law. We're going to be talking to him in just a few minutes. The Beach House at Lover's Point. Got their Sunset Supper menu going on. I think that Kevin's still going to be doing it to go. We'll check in with Kevin, find out what's going on with the Beach House. He's got the whaling station, Adelinetti, of course. Adelinetti on the wharf, a lot of outdoor dining there for you. Golfguide.net for the player and you. Elam Communications did our website. They can do yours, too. Check ours out, shagbagshow.com. Jacob's Team Realty, buying, selling. Join Jen can walk you through it very easily. They are the Modern Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. Same at jacobsteamhomes.com. The Foolish Times, free, funny, fabulous. Pick one up. It'll make you smile. Express employment professionals, Paul and Mary Lyons, do a great job with staffing. Seasonal, temporary, part-time, full-time. They do it all. And, uh, by the way, Paul's got his own radio show right here on this radio station. Every Saturday at 1.30 called What's the Plan? Today? Who's he got today? Let me think. Oh, he's got uh, Ken Peterson from the Monterey Bay Aquarium. So that'll be good today at 1.30. Monterey Fish Company, over 50 years now. South Tringalian family offering you a wonderful selection of fish. Locally caught seafood. Friendly service. Great prices. Free parking end of wharf, too. Uh, call them ahead and find out if they've got what you're looking for. If they can't, they'll get it for you. 375-3511. That's 375-3511 for Monterey Fish Company and Monterey Regional Airport. Convenient, hassle-free experience. Flights connecting to points all over the world. Monterey Regional Airport. It's a shag bag show for July 11th, show number 953. On Saturday morning, Dave Marzetti with some very special guests uh, coming up uh, on our show. I first want to thank a good uh, a good new friend of mine. His name is Albert. He's got a company called All About Electric, and I just want to do a shout-out to Albert because he is a cool and groovy guy, and he did a great job on our little project at our house the other day. So thanks, Albert, for that. Also want to, uh, in the music world, R.I.P. Charlie Daniels. Devil went down in Georgia. Lost him at 83. All right, on the show today, we've got uh, Vic the Sandbag from the Golf Mart Superstore. We've got Kelly Violini from the Monterey County Fair. Uh, we've got Clark A. Miller from Cypress Coast Law. And our co-host right now, Extraordinaire, who joins us again from uh, the city of Monterey. It's Tyler Williamson. And the crowd went wild. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. What's happening? David, how are you? It's been a while. It has been a while. We were just saying that uh, you were the uh, you were the uh, the last indoor guest we had. That's right. That's right. And, before uh, we shut down, and here we are. 
going to be soon enough. We're, we're all going to be in August before we know it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, where is this year going? But no complaints this go around because uh, I'm ready for this year to be over. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it was really weird because the end of last year, because things were so up, and we were all saying 2020 is going to be a just That's cook, right. it's going to be it's going to be out of control. It's right. going to be so great. Right. And <laughs> yeah. It just went right down the tubes. Yeah. Well, and you wouldn't know if you were looking at the stock market, right? Because yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that's a it's a false sense of uh, the reality of what's really going on for yeah. for a lot of people in the country or actually in the world. Yeah. Really. So, yeah. That's totally true. So, uh what's happening with the city of Monterey? Yeah, so um you know, I think the biggest news is that uh, the state has required us to shut back down within the county. And, uh, you know, I think it was expected for a lot of people, but it was unexpected for others. Um, and, and I think that the complexity with this issue is my fear was if we didn't get it right the first time, that it was going to create chaos this next go around. So, you know, here we are trying to shut things back down again, and people already have experienced this kind of, ex- you know, this 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 process of shutting down and, and what that does to their psyche. And so, you know, how do you try to get people to to stay home and not socialize? Um, it's it's going to be quite a challenge, and and we're not even in the second wave yet. So, um, so that's the big thing. Is you know we. Last month, we just approved an amended budget for the city um, with extensive cuts to, to a lot of programs. Um, and, you know, it was based off of this kind of midway um, uh, uh, idea that we wouldn't, you know, reach all the way, but we wouldn't go all the way to the worst possible situation either. So we kind of went for this middle ground. But given the way that things are going, you know, a few weeks after we amended the budget, I'm not sure what that looks like. Um, I, I really can't say we, we are really living in unknown times and, and it's scary. And in, in the city of Monterey, when we're so dependent upon the hospitality industry, um, for, for the largest source of our revenue, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit worrisome. So that's, that's the big thing that's in front of us right now. And the other thing I will, would add is at our last council meeting, we were, considering an increase to the TOT. So that's just another big topic. And of course, it's not an easy discussion right in the middle of a pandemic and an economic crisis for so many businesses. So, um, and that's a transient occupancy tax. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> just natural. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pass through tax. So it, it's, it's charged to the guest when they stay at a hotel room. Um, but there is some concern in the business community around um, the effect that may have on on uh, getting guests to come stay. But I think for the most part, we're, we'll be good, and, and it will help generate some much-needed revenue to help us get through this, this storm that we're in. And frankly, we were having some financial issues before this even began. So there's a, a lot of work to be done, and, you know, we got to keep on moving forward. Got to keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Absolutely. Great to have you with us again, Tyler. Thanks for thanks for being here. Appreciate you. Got Kelly Violini coming up from the Monterey County Fairgrounds and uh, talking about uh, movies and uh, corn dogs and all kinds of stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. But first, let's get Clark on from Cypress Coast Law. Clark, welcome back to the show. David, good to see you again. Tyler, always good to see you. Always. I love hearing what you got to say. It's you really uh, you. You embody being a public. He knows how to say it. He really does. <laughs> he does. He exactly. does. I, that's exactly it. And it, it's just great hearing you summarize stuff and say what's going on. It, uh, it gives me faith in our government. It's good. You know. I think I, I, I'm an optimist, so I, I see us making it through all of this. Um, so it's it's trying to display that optimism, but recognizing that many people aren't really optimistic right now. So um, I I appreciate it. Yeah, right. And it's, uh, as you know, I'm the only bankruptcy lawyer with advice about how filing, about not filing for bankruptcy. Um, and in these troubled times, it seems like, uh, uh, bankruptcy is going to be all around us. But at this point, although a lot of companies are in bankruptcy in the Wall Street Journal, we haven't seen a spike in personal bankruptcies yet. People are being pretty well, uh, uh, protected from the harsh realities, mainly because of the, uh, the stimulus payments where people get an extra $600 a week with their unemployment, That's right. which unfortunately may run out at the end of July. Yeah. Also, the, the uh, PPP program, Paycheck Protection Program, through the SBA as well as the uh, 
economic injury um, uh, disaster loan program. And I wanted to mention a couple of things about those. Both programs expired earlier uh, this year, but both have been extended. The uh, uh, the EIDL, Economic Injury uh, Disaster Loan Program, was reopened June 15th. It seems like they always run out of money, people put off applying, and then they expire. If you are in any kind of financial jam, you should apply for both these programs this week. Um, they It's a first-come, first-served kind of thing. It takes a while to get through. But the, the paperwork involved is really very simple and straightforward. Um, the only drawback I've seen to it is it's hard to get any individualized advice about how the programs work. You have to deal with a website. But um, the uh, economic injury disaster loans, you can get a, a $10,000 grant. It can actually be in your bank account by the end of the week. Um, they're very uh, straightforward. The PPP program, the Paycheck Protection Program, you need to go through your bank. Now, there's a lot of outfits now that are all of a sudden advising you, oh, we'll uh, handle this program for you, and they want to go through their own financing uh, devices. I would stick to your bank. They know you. Um, they're friends with you. And, and the PPP program is made, the loan is made by the bank. It's just guaranteed by the federal government. So if you've got a banking relationship, that's the way to go. The, uh, the EIDL is a $10,000 grant. The PPP program is designed to give you basically two and a half times uh, your monthly um, employment uh, uh, expense. Mm -hmm. So if you've got a like $12,000 a month payroll, you're looking maybe $32,000, $34,000. And that's to per basically to protect your employees, keep them employed through the end of the year. They say 28 weeks, but basically through the end of the year. If you get that money, put it in a separate bank account, and then you can pay payroll, uh, uh, rent, utilities, uh, health care premiums out of that program. And at the end of the program, you can get the whole thing forgiven, the whole $34,000, right. $38,000 forgiven if you spent it correctly. These are incredibly great deals. And it's really a counterpoint to how Main Street was treated when we had the 2009 meltdown, where the banks were bailed out, but Main Street was basically left behind, creating really a, a huge resentment that I think people still carry. This program, even though we hear about big government, big uh, companies getting um, uh, participating, you know, participating, the the Main Street cat, uh, component is going very well. Lots and lots of people benefited from it. I've talked to lots of people that have gotten loans uh, so far and grants, and I, I can't talk about them highly enough. But get moving. Do it. Um, call your bank um, uh, or even go to the SBA website. Uh, keep, you know, make that a number one thing. Dave asked about some things you should do, be doing personally other than maybe getting loans. Whatever financial relationships you're in with your lenders, your, your mainly your landlord or your mortgage holder, it's be in communication. Same thing with your credit card companies. If you're going to be having prob trouble paying your bills, paying your rent, paying your mortgage, be in communication. Uh, a lot of uh, of our local programs, I'm sure you're aware of them, uh, are protecting people from um, uh, being evicted. Those aren't going to go on forever. But if you have a working relationship with your landlord, about if you can give me this kind of a break, I can pay you back in this kind of a way. That's a much better way of doing it sure. than to rely upon the <clears throat> the the uh, the law that's set up by the local uh, uh, municipality. You don't want to have to rely on the law. You want to rely upon your personal relationship with your lenders. Well, because at the end of the day, what other choice do you have, right? <laughs> that's if right. you're going to end up evicted, you might that's as right. well try to build that good relationship with your landlord. Like I, I have a client who's a, a, a runs a very well-known restaurant in. Uh, uh, Salinas, uh, his landlord, shopping center landlord, really doesn't want to lose him. He's mm -hmm. he's a really important part of the scenery, but he had to like close down entirely. He was able to get back up to uh, uh, doing takeout, but he's still there, and it's gonna it's gonna work for him because he's got a good working relationship with that landlord. And I wish all landlords were like that. Yeah. The other thing is, in our just our general daily lives, 
people need to totally shift on how they spend money. Stop spending money. I mean it. Stop spending money. You're going to need it. Mm -hmm. um, and if you can get it into savings rather than spend it on this or that, uh, a lot of people are getting uh, feeling better by going on Amazon and getting cool stuff from Amazon. It's so much fun. But try to conserve your cash. It's going to really, really be important. Especially and, with the future being so unpredictable. It is. It, it, it's if, if, because the next one is, <laughs> my point here is stay employed. That's right. I mean, not everybody has that, uh, that option, but mm -hmm. really, if you can make yourself indispensable, if you can work from home, if you can be as productive in your job uh, in a home-based setting, even if it's maybe not the traditional thing to, thing to see or to do, um, I have two sons in Los Angeles. They're both working from home in their own little house. Every day they're working from home, but they still have their jobs. They're still getting their paychecks. So uh, make yourself uh, indispensable to your employer. Keep that job. Yes, the unemployment benefits are quite rich, but they have not been renewed yet. They're only through the end of July, and that's only two weeks away. Mm -hmm. We're almost at the 15th of July. So uh, keep a hold of that job. The, uh, the unemployment thing, um, I think it's, it's, it's been handled really, really well. I have lots of people who don't have jobs, but they're getting $400, $450 a week unemployment plus the $600, which means they're getting over 4000 bucks a month income. Yep. That's, it's great in one sense, but it also gives you a false sense of security that, oh, I got all this money, but all of a sudden you ain't going to have all that. That's right. That's right. So uh, that's sort of my, uh, my uh, feelings about it today. The Hopefully you're going to make it through this. If you have a problem and you can't pay your bills or you're, you're up against it, or if you're being threatened with an eviction or uh, uh, foreclosure, I am a bankruptcy lawyer. You can always come talk to me. I don't charge for an initial consultation. We're in Salinas. My number is 424-1764, 424-1764, Clark Miller. Um, if you need protection from your creditors, I'm the guy to see. Hopefully, with some of these uh, tactics, some of these uh, tools at your command, you might not have to come see me, and that's okay. But if you need to talk to somebody, you give me a holler. I love the way that he approached it. It wasn't like, come see me. I can provide you right. service. It was, hey, here are some steps that you can take to keep yourself from having to come see somebody Tyler, like me. I'm always going to have enough clients filing bankruptcy, um, unfortunately, or fortunately. Um, but if, if more people can uh, get a hold of their own financial futures and avoid filing for bankruptcy. I think it's better across the board. Absolutely. And it gives me something to talk about when I come on day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I'll ask you one last question. Um, so what do you think about the future as far as, uh, as far as bankruptcies and, and, and the economy and what, what we can expect as far as the, the personal economy for individuals within our communities? Um, we have to get control of the uh, rising uh, number of infections. We're talking about 50,000 new 50,000 50, new infections a day in our country. Uh, it doesn't seem like we're all together in addressing how important that is and how, what we have to do to avoid it. It does. I love being in California because we seem to have the right spirit. We want to reopen, but we're very conscious of social distancing. We're very conscious of of wearing masks and trying not to create problems. So. If, if more people can do that, if everybody's wearing masks, if everybody was social distancing, there is a, a certain level of economic activity that can go on, and it may hurt. But until we get, we have to kind of get over it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, get over the, the hump. And everybody was sort of hoping the hump would be the summer. And now we're finding the hump probably isn't going to be the summer, worrying about school. We need to put a lot of thought in that, have a conversation about it from the point of view of how are we going to make it rather than pointing fingers and blaming let's get through it it's gonna it's gonna be tough yeah a lot of people are gonna be hurt financially but at least this time around unlike 2009 the powers that be really are keeping an eye on Main Street they're, they're trying to, to 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 address ordinary folks uh, uh, financial problems rather than just leaving them out in the cold while the, the bankers get raises. They're not doing it that, 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 this way, that way, this time. And I think that's going to pay dividends in the long run. But we're going to make it. Our company, our country always makes it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you said that you were optimistic about stuff. I am too. We're going to make it. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, and look, and other countries have made it too. 
I mean, you know, other countries are, 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 have got their infection levels down to where it's, I won't, I'm not sure the word manageable is right, but close to it. We can do that. Yeah. You know, it, I was watching the news last night and they had a chart where, uh, Europe basically is like a, uh, an upside down bell curve, right? So, you know, it has the peak and then it goes back down and, and they've been able to maintain those low, mm-hmm. um, increase of mm-hmm. new rates, um, of cases where, the United States is more like an S curve, right? Yeah, so well, we kind of got to the peak and then it dipped down for a second and now we're on our way back up again. So we just need to address it. The big thing is yeah. don't go to hopeless. The problem with those charts and, and they're very alarming. Sure. And it, 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 it gets people to go to hopeless. Don't go to hopeless. We'll get this handled. Knowledge is power. I got it. <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks so much, Simon. Yeah. David. Thanks for being Always here. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Clark. We appreciate you. Clark Miller. The bankruptcy attorney that says that he can, uh, he doesn't want you to go bankrupt. He doesn't want you to use his services. Like he says, he'll always have clients. 424-1764 for Clark Miller. See him at clarkmiller.com. All right. Uh, Saturday morning on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday. It's July 11th. It's show number 953 and our 18th year broadcasting live from Del Monte. Dave Marzetti, our special co-host Tyler Williamson is with us this morning from the city of Monterey. Unbelievable. <laughs> It's unbelievable, <laughs> but he's here in person. That's why we have those cones up out there. Some, we don't want to rush in here. Uh, let's see. Kevin Phillips checked in with us this morning, like he always does when he's not here. It says that uh, the whaling station is open, doing takeout for, for now. And Eblinetti, lots of outdoor dining tables, as we mentioned earlier. And the locals menu available all day, every day. And the beach house has limited patio seating and the sunset supper menu is on. Check the websites for all the options at Kevin's wonderful restaurants. And he did a great job at, uh, at uh, getting the uh, Big Fish Grill, which is under construction at the end of the wharf. Used to be rapids in the old days. But uh, painted back white. It's white again with the blue trim, and it looks really very nautical and very cool out there at the end of uh, Fisherman's Wharf. So that's really good news. Uh, let's see. We also want to mention that uh, we were talking about how Pebbles open, Spyglass open, Spanish Bay is open, Del Monte not yet. But there's some specials going on you should know, you should know about if you play Pebble Beach. Uh, right now, you get a $100 gift card, so that's good, July uh, 13th through July 31st. And uh, let's see, and they got some great rates going on right now at Spyglass, 225 That's uh, just about a 50% discount. Uh, Spanish Bay, um, 135 that's over a 50% discount. So you can call the book uh, anytime. 855-701-1126. That's 855-701-1126. And to play some of those wonderful golf courses, some of the best in the world. Let's get the uh, the green uh, metal Stanley Thermos going here and uh, get our uh, our uh, cup of coffee, our on-the-air cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. I love That's that. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You've got the slurp in there, too. I love it. <laughs> That's <some coffee. laughs> Did you make this coffee yourself? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Nice. I'll have to bring my cup next time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But it already has Splendid. It's only if you like Splendid. Hey, we'll make it work if it's we'll that make good. make it work. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hey, uh, we want to thank all of our wonderful and not only sponsors that we mentioned earlier that we always do, but, uh, of course, our supporters also. We also have some supporters now because of, uh, you know, the times being what they are. We had asked for uh, a little support for the Shag Bag Show, and a lot of people had come to me earlier and said, what can we do for you? So we came up with this way that you could help us out through, uh, through basically through Anchor FM. We, you know, we do the show live every week. And uh, we also have it archived in podcast form so that you can listen back to the show. Or if you heard someone on the show you want to hear, you want to hear them again, or you were on the show, or whatever. But it's uh, it's on a lot of podcast platforms, basically any, you know, uh, uh, Breaker, Google, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, uh, Spotify, Anchor FM. If, if you go there, you can click on the support button for Shag Bag Show, and you can support us for as low as 99 cents a month. And that won't hurt you too bad, hopefully. But, uh, well, you never know. But uh, you can go up from there. But we want to thank all of our wonderful friends and supporters of the Shag Bag Show who have supported us recently. Mike Murata, Laurel Murata, Rachel Murata, Helene, Judy Murata, Max and Mary Bolin, George Casal, Kit and Rick Frank, Paul Martin, Tony Tolner, Dave Anderson, Gary Curcio, Steve McDally, 
Marty and Francesca Wolf, Tammy Blunt Canavan, Ben Beasley, Steve McShane, Oscar Mora, Woody Kelly, Dr. Dave Morewood, John Lloyd, Jack Galante, Chatterbox Public Relations, Sam Jepson, Kevin Phillips, Chris Shake, Craig Ling, and our newest supporter, Shane Dahlman, who's the movie guy who's been on our show for so many years. So thanks to all of our wonderful friends and supporters of the Shag Bag Show. We couldn't do it without you. And during this time, of course, it's been tough for us because when we, you know, we haven't been able to uh, really invoice our, uh, our usual sponsors because they've been under. So we couldn't go to them and say, hey, you've been closed, so pay us. So we turn to you, and you've helped us out a lot. So we want to thank you for being a friend and supporting the Shag Bag Show. Go to Anchor FM if you'd like to be a supporter of the show, and we'd love to have you, okay? So uh, thanks very much for that. Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. It is show number 953. We've got Tyler Williamson in here as our special guest co-host, and we got Kelly Violini back with us from the Monterey County Fairgrounds. Kelly, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's it's awesome being out and here. Right? <laughs> yes. Right? People do exist outside of exactly. your home. Exactly. <laughs> I know. In my office. It's so nice. <laughs> so you're closed down over there, but you're open for uh, these uh, really cool movies going on. Tell us all about that. We are. Um, and, you know, just saying you can't take an event person and expect them to sit back and do nothing because we start twitching. Um, and we have to think of something fun to do that's, you know, safe and social distancing. So we have, you know, come up with movie nights and they're really successful. Um, you know, the people watching is actually the best part of it. Watching them, they, they go through the fair food drive through first and then they get their dinner and then they go through it again and they get their funnel cakes and dessert. And nice. last week we had somebody go through three times. <laughs> um, they said they were doing the drive-through of shame, <laughs> but um, it was it was pretty awesome. So they're having fun, you know, getting all their food and then you know staying in their vehicles, pulling into uh, you know to the arena and parking and and watching this fabulous screen um, provided to us by Glastonbury Audiovisual. It's nice working with somebody local. And Jared and his team are awesome. Uh, so, you know, we have about 60 cars in there at, at one time in a show. And and my staff and I have been having a great time coming up with, you know, movies and movie themes and all kinds of cool stuff. How do you figure out what to show? So we have to work with a licensing company. Um and that's just like a whole new world to me. Right, because uh, you can't just show what you want to show. Right, I know. I'm just like, well, why can't I just do what I want to do? Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, there's uh, copywriting rules and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, so, you know, so we just have to work with them. And then, you know, like a couple weeks in advance, we figure out uh, what movies we can show. Now, are you selling out of tickets? We are. We we are selling out every show. Like next weekend is an 80s theme. And we're doing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and uh, and then Saturday night is Back to the Future too. Nice. And so, and they're they're already selling out. So we nice. may add, you know, another afternoon show for Back to the Future too, because I think, you know, you look at parents; they're excited to introduce these to their kids. Um, you know, they're excited just to have that drive-in movie experience that. Mm-hmm they've never had mm-hmm. so that's kind of fun how many cars does it hold it holds 60 um we uh we you know you live and learn our very first weekend we we had a matinee show and my parking staff call they're like so we have a problem Uh-oh. um we've already filled the arena up and we have 15 more cars to fit in i'm like serious yeah that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> Um, but luckily my carnival owner was here on site cause he has a bunch of food stands and Davey's like, dude, I got this. I do logistics for a living and you know, we figured it out. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're maxing out about 60 cars cause we've learned that's, you know, it's a good safe number. Of course, you always want to make sure that when somebody pulls in, if you know, if they have to leave because it's an emergency, then they can get out and leave and, mm. Um, they're not stuck in there. That's right. Um, so basically yeah. you're saying that people need to get tickets early. You can't wait to the last minute. Right, right. Because they, they've seriously been selling out in like three days. Awesome. You know, and we go on sale about a week before the movie. Where did this idea so, come from? Um, I'm going to be honest. I, I wish it was my idea, but I, I borrowed it from uh, another fair. So uh, Alameda County Fair started doing it up in the Bay Area and people loved it. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, they're doing a, a bigger screen. Of course, it's a much larger property. Um, but they don't have the capabilities of showing the movies during the day, mm. which is really cool. You know, Glastonbury is partnering with us because they've got this awesome LED screen. And it's it's clear, you know, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Awesome. So you can watch these movies whenever you want. And the sound is great. Um, yeah, how does that work? They tune into an FM channel or something? You know, they can, but, um, you know, they've started putting, Glastonbury started putting these Dolby surround sound, uh, you know, speakers on the outsides of the arena. And the arena has good acoustics anyways, which is great, but you really don't need to tune into your radio. Um, you know, and if you do, like we, have, we had to have a little car jumper thing, whatever you call those things, because, you know, when, when people sit there and, and they yeah, have their car yeah, on the yeah, whole time, yeah. you know, their cars are going to die. That's funny. And, um, you live and you learn. Yeah. You, you live and learn. Cause the first night when we opened up with the Monterey pop, which was so cool yeah. seeing that right where it happened. Um, even though I've been on the fairgrounds forever, it was just super cool. We had Especially because it looks exactly the same. Oh, yeah. No, I know. And that's what everybody said. And I'm like, eh, is that good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, we had the, the drummer from the band The Killers. And he was there in his big old Ford truck. And he was jumping everybody's cars, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, you're like in a real band. I was just shell-shocked by that. But, um, you know. But, I got my car jumped by a band member of The Killers. Yes, it was so cool. <laughs> And and he was he was awesome. I guess he lives locally, but um, but now we have you know that handy little battery pack that we can That's right. help people out with. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. So I saw some of the some of the vendors. Uh, do you have more than one? Is it more than one vendor that you have per show? Um, you mean it, uh, for the snacks and for, concessions yeah, and yeah. things? So we have a it's called the lemonade stand, okay. um, owned by my carnival. So we have that in the back of the movies, so people can get out of their cars and you know and walk up with their masks on and and get their snacks. Um, but we have five food vendors down the midway for the drive and for drive the drive through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the health department really wanted us to, you know, have everybody stay in their cars mm -hmm. and, you know, that's understandable. So they said, well, why don't you just add one in the back of the movie theater? So all those people aren't, you know, walking up to the midway. Um, so, you know, and that's really popular. We even, we added a bar and, um, you know, and that's actually very popular too. Yeah. So you got the, uh, I wonder why you got the, you got the right. El Jefe Nitro tequila. Machine. We do. We nice. uh, those nitro margaritas are amazing. Right? I'm going to come just for the margaritas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they're great. Um, and then you've got some wine, and you've got some beer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, so. the, and then the lemonade stand, you've got uh, the basics, right? The nachos, the corn dogs, funnel cake. Yep popcorn and, and stuff like that but then some of the other vendors for the drive-through uh, a little bit more extensive yeah yeah because we have i mean a massive barbecue stand it's our barbecuer from Fairtime, hmm. and um and then you know more funnel cakes more deep fried twinkies there's an ice cream booth with you know waffle cone ice creams and <laughs> no and i see i posted on facebook last week like this is fair time I, i'm like templeton from charlotte's <laughs> web just, you know, down that midway, and it's awesome. I love it. I love it. And so you you can go through and get your food without going to the movies. You can. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's open 5 to 9, Fridays and Saturdays. And so, you know, people who just want to grab and go dinner will, you know, will go for it. And um, it's just a, a nice, safe way to... And is that through Gate 6? Through Gate 6. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, for those who don't know, it's... It, how do you explain it? It's behind the motel. It's kind of it's kind of behind El Castell. Yeah, it's it's that entrance right there with our big, um, you know, it's our only you know visible drive-through gate, uh, and people are having fun driving down the midway, which is so random. They're like, oh my gosh, we've never driven down the midway before. Just the experience of doing it <laughs> itself, right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. so it's it's fun. And how much is it for the movie? The movie is thirty dollars per car. And, um, and so that's where the people watching fun comes in. Cause I'm telling you, people stuff the number of bodies in those right. cars. In the trunks. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, and we don't care. You yeah. Know, come on in. Right. But right. The more fun. the merrier. Yeah. That's too funny. It is. It's awesome. We had, just to mention this, we had somebody rent a U-Haul truck 
and they wanted the experience of, you know, really being outside. They had an airbed in the back of the no truck. No way. And they just backed it up to the screen last night, and I'm like, that that's loyalty. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was going to say, that's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very dedicated to the driving experience. So That's a unique experience. I mean, good for them for, you know, just putting themselves out there and trying something new. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It was it was fun. <laughs> so what so, else is going on at the fairgrounds? Yeah, can we talk a little bit about the other side of things? I mean, the fact that yeah. you're not open. Uh, how how do you how do you stay afloat? Uh, you know, um, we have we have a couple other things open on our grounds. We have our satellite wagering facility, and you know, of course, it's limited to like 21 people on the patio. Um, but but they're coming. You know, we were, we were shut down for so long, and, and now that we're open again, there is, there is you know, true dedication to horse racing. Um, so, you know, so we do have that going on, which brings in a little bit of revenue. Uh, we have an RV park. And so the RV park, you know, it's, it was slow, obviously, like March, April, but it picked up again. Um, and people want to come to Monterey. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, even though Car Week isn't happening, there are those people who have come to Monterey for Car Week for years. Mm. And, um, and they're still coming just to, you know, stay in their, their own RV and, um, you know, do what they can in Monterey. It's in their DNA. Um, it is. It's like when we get to this point around the sun, it's go to Monterey for Car Week. Yeah. That's good. That's, I mean, yeah. that's, a, I mean, so it's it's nice and and I think you know we obviously had to up our social distancing protocols and you know sanitizing the restrooms and making sure that everybody's safe and healthy but um you know but that's been good and yeah it has been hard we we received a PPP loan which was nice um because you know all in all I want to keep my employees yeah um you know employed and and try to do that and then I took a cut in pay um, I work for a board and they're all appointed by the governor and I went to them and I said, I want to take a 25% cut in pay. Wow. And they said, are you crazy? <laughs> and I said, you know what, if, if I can, you know, if I can financially do this and keep uh, a lot of my other employees here, cause we're all like family. We've been there together for so long. Um, so, you know, so I think that, you know, so I think that's been a good thing. You're a good role model for many out there. (laughs) Seriously. And I know you don't, don't, you're the type of person that doesn't need that, right? Like you don't need to hear that, but, um, it needs to be said. I mean, that's awesome for you to take that step up and nobody even having given you the direction to do that. You just did it. So, yeah. Well, thank you. I just, you know, I, I think I've just been at the fairgrounds for, for so long. I, I want to see it succeed and, and get through this storm that yeah. everybody's going through. I, I took a hundred uh, percent pay cut from the CVB, so you did take a hundred percent pay cut from <laughs> what the CVB. You know. Funny, not funny. Oh. Uh, I guess that wasn't my choice, though, was it? No, yeah, was yeah, okay. yeah. No, these so are definitely she's hard better. Times. She's better. She's better. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hard. Now, has the county come back to you at all in regards to you just using it for COVID backup things? I know that was something that was being discussed, and it was a big topic for a while there. Right, and you know, and they vacated the premise. Uh, June 22nd and from what I understand um, they moved all that equipment to another location in Salinas um, I'm not quite sure but you know now it's it's like unfortunately it looks like they're they're needing the right. facility again right um, so you know we haven't heard anything and, and hopefully they have that handled um, at their other locations but. so Kelly and I we um, serve on the North Fremont business association uh uh mm-hmm. together so we see each other about once a month or so so it's good seeing you outside Me of too. our of our normal meetings what's happening with yes. north fremont district oh north fremont we have a safety meeting uh, monterey pd is is doing like a zoom safety meeting for our you know for our district and actually for anybody who's interested it's on our website um and that's tuesday at two o'clock and then we have a Zoom meeting coming up that I'm going to notice you on Absolutely. today. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you on Zoom Wednesday morning. Um, but, you know, I think that the uh, the restaurants are trying to figure out their outdoor seating options and um, just, you know, keep going. There's some great restaurants on, on North Fremont. I mean, I love, like, Mundo's to drive through and, 
you know, and Wendy keeps us, you know, she keeps us informed of what's open and what's happening. So Wendy's great. Yeah, she is great. But, Has there been any discussions about augmenting businesses as at all in regards to like maybe shutting down part of the streets or, you know, utilizing some of the space to allow more social distancing for outdoor seating? You know what? There hasn't. Um, I think actually we should talk about that on Wednesday. You know, we've talked about shutting down part of Fairgrounds Road, uh, you know, because that would probably be a little more doable than than North Fremont Street. Yeah. But we do need to knock those ideas around and give our businesses more opportunity for that outdoor seating. So I look forward to that conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think there's so much opportunity and we're in such unknown times right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anything that we can do to help prevent us from getting back into this state where we're shutting down again. So hopefully right. when three weeks comes, uh, well, you know, three weeks after when we meet those those criteria from the state, um, we can open back up and we can help businesses by creating social distancing practices. And, you know, from me sitting on on the council, I think that we should be supportive of the of the business communities mm-hmm. to do those types of things. I mean, those are the exact type of things that we want because, in the end, uh, you know, people can socialize um, with social distancing practices, but also it's helping to generate revenue, which is what we need in the city, right? So exactly. I think it's a win win for everybody. Exactly. Well, there's a, and correct me if I'm wrong. It that the city is offering free encroachment permits that's correct. for outdoor seating. That's right. Okay, yep. and I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, kudos to the city. I think that's an awesome program. Now we have to figure out, and I told Leslie and I were texting each other this morning at like 730. Um, <laughs> we need to figure out how to do outdoor bowling. Outdoor bowling, Ooh, yeah. Outdoor bowling. I like that. That would be great. Yeah. Well, I think there's enough parking lot out there. We might be able to pull something up. Well, they, have those, they do have those portable lanes. So you see them on the, the, the professional bowlers tour. Sometimes yeah. they'll have them out in remote mm-hmm. locations, outdoors, lanes, professional lanes. You yeah. Know? Hey, that's a good that's reason cooler. to close down. North Fremont by itself. <laughs> Bowling down North Fremont. She would love that. Come on. Here oh at Shagbag Radio. That's when it was started. <laughs> we could use the bike lane. We could bowl down the bike. I right. like that. That's, right. That's amazing. But it's not it. being used by anybody else. <laughs> okay, Bowling, I wasn't going to be able to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Bowling on the bridge to nowhere. No, yes. I shouldn't be saying it, but I'll say it. So, <laughs> I know there. You know what? Though our RVers, I have to say, they have been using it. I love it. Yes, we get a lot of people from the valley, and they, um, they will. You know, they'll ride their bikes, and and they've made the joke. They might just ride their bikes up and down, right? Um, right. Because it, it doesn't go anywhere, right? But that's okay. They like it. <laughs> They're riding it nonetheless. <laughs> yes, they are. But I like the bowling idea. That's awesome. I like it. I like it. And, and just to follow up on that, too, um, you know, one day there is supposed to be some connection. So yes. um, I know that the the county, um, TAMC, is working on, uh, I can't even remember the name of the of the bike path that they're talking about doing through Fort Ord right now. Um, but they're supposed to do a bike path through Fort Ord and it's supposed to come through Delray Oaks and, and come down and connect with our bike path. So one oh, day, eventually wow. there is a plan to make a connection. So hopefully it'll make it more relevant for people yeah. to be able to utilize. But, um, that would be amazing. That's where, but for, yeah. for now we could do bowling. Exactly. The bowling. <laughs> I, I like Absolutely. the bowling idea. Bowling to nowhere. <laughs> we need to set that up. <laughs> I really That's like that great. idea. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> so, Kelly, for the uh, for the drive-in movies, what do they do? So, for drive-in movies, you just go to our website, MontereyCountyFair.com, okay. and we have you know a huge logo there. Buy tickets now. Okay. Um, we're we're sold out for this weekend, but um, you know, open up for next weekend. Bill and Ted, and Back to the Future too. Right on. Yes, All right. Love yeah. it. Well, we thank you. Continued success with that. Thank it you. runs all the way through when? I, you know, I think we're going to run it through Halloween because I okay. want to do scary movies outside. That would be awesome. Nice. Yeah. That would be, be awesome. Perfect. That would be awesome. It all would. right. Thanks, Kelly. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Good, good to see you again. See you. I'll Bye-bye. see you at Zoom. Kelly okay, Villini from Monterey County Fair. Hey, uh, it's the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101FM for Saturday morning live from Del Monte. You got Dave Marzetti. Our special co-host is Tyler Williamson from the city of Monterey and Sal Tringali, our Gumbani from the end of the wharf number two for Monterey Fish Company. Sal, what's going good, on? Good morning. Another beautiful day here on the peninsula. That's right. The wharf is unbelievable. We've got sea lions jumping all over the place. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, it's it's uh, better than going to the aquarium down here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you got for us, uh, fish wise? I got 
lot of fresh fish just came in. Uh, you know, local rock cod. We have some local halibut. Uh, we have some uh, fresh Monterey Bay squid. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're open till four o'clock today, Saturday. And uh, plenty of parking right in front. You just drive down the wharf, park in front, walk in, and uh, and we'll take care of you. We have ice to go if you're going out of town. We'll pack it up for you. Uh, not a problem. And uh, Sal, a lot of people are always asking me when they when they hear you on the on the radio. They always say, "Hey, next time if Sal's on, ask him if we wanted to order something. Can we go through him if he has something he doesn't normally have? Like uh, you know, he wants to get we want to get like Maine lobsters or something." Oh, not a problem. Uh, uh, we we could order anything they want. Uh, we have different sizes on those lobsters, like you said, but it takes a day. So okay. if you ordered them uh, like on a Monday, we could get them for Tuesday afternoon. Beautiful. You know, it's like a, a day. So if you want them for the weekend, you know, we'll bring them in on a Friday. You know, let me know on a Thursday. We'll have them do on Friday afternoon. Beautiful. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Any questions, just tell them to call. Let me give you the phone number. It's 375-3511. Call uh, Monterey Fish Company and and uh, if you're looking for something special or uh you want to order yeah. something? Uh, Sal is your guy down there, or any of the any of the crew. Who do you got working in the shop today? Yo, know, I got Paul uh, uh, Campagno. I have Lorena. I got Daniel. We got the retail's packed. With, I got plenty of workers, so they come in, they get out. We're social distancing, so you got to have a mask and uh, two customers at a time. And we get you in, we get you out. And another thing too, Dave, we have Monterey Bay salmon season starts again, reopens on Monday. So hopefully Monday afternoon we'll have Monterey Bay salmon. If the boats stay fishing, if there's a lot of fish, they stay fishing. Tuesday morning we'll have we'll have the salmon for sure. Possibly Beautiful. Monday afternoon for sure on Tuesday morning. All right, that's good news, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing for those of you who haven't had it recently. There's nothing like that Monterey Bay salmon. It's like uh, it's like candy. <laughs> oh, it's delicious and it's good for your heart, your health. You can't go wrong with all the fish. It's good for your health. So. Uh, Come on down. Our body, Sal Tringali from Monterey Fish Company. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. Sal Tringali from Monterey Fish Company. Always good stuff there. And uh, Sal has it. If he doesn't, he can get it for you. 375-3511. Shagbag Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. You got Dave Marzetti. You got Tyler Williamson sitting here all by ourselves now. <laughs> Just the two of us. <laughs> Here we are. In the birds. In the birds. birds. In the birds. Don't forget the birds. So, uh, so tell us, uh, what, uh, what your life has, has been like lately. Yes, you know, I'll tell you, this will be a little bit of a therapy session. So, uh, you know, I think that everybody is dealing with, uh, an extra layer of stuff. Just dealing with COVID, the pandemic, and, and the shelter in place. Um, and, and, you know, and at first it wasn't really bothering me, um, because, you know, I was just doing my thing. I stayed busy, um, even after the shelter in place took effect. Uh, you know, I, I, I was started to telework for my day job and then for city council, I just started doing a lot of Zoom meetings. Um, and then the whole thing with, uh, George Floyd happened and, and that whole week. How about that? And so that, that first weekend, um, uh, I, I reached out to um, John Wizard and Ian Oglesby um, and the city council in Seaside, and we, uh, John and I, decided to host uh, the first protest, uh, the first demonstration that we had in in the county um, in Monterey. So we hosted that, and um, you know, the following week, you know, just everything coming together, it was just the most challenging week that I've had since being on the council, and so. Um, you know, since then, um, I've been trying to work with my colleagues on the council on trying to, you know, come up with some, some effective policy that can look at, uh, advancing the social justice issues as they relate to the city of Monterey. So I think there's a lot of opportunity when, um, you know, I think the hot topic issue that we talk about is, uh, is, is police reform, um, and, and other opportunities to not put all of our, um, social problems to be solved by the police department, but by utilizing some alternative means. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're looking at some opportunities there. 
we're looking at opportunities of how can we make sure that we're hiring um, and recruiting a more diverse workforce. So I think there's a lot of opportunities for us to look at various programs that we have within the city of Monterey and making sure that we're reflecting the values of our residents. So um, there's a lot of opportunity, but yeah, definitely had a very challenging week that week right after. And um, and so it's just been trying to recover from that. So going from, from that phase and now utilizing um, my energy towards actually um, trying to affect change within the city. And, you know, I'll, I'll just add one more layer to it. It's, it's challenging for me to try to address social justice issues um, being the only person of color on the council because I don't want to be seen as, you know, okay, here's another black guy, you know, trying to, right? trying to make a, you know, stink about something. I'm not trying to do that, but, but I, I do also represent a diverse community. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm just trying to do the right thing. Um, so I try not to make it too personal. Um, and, and I try to keep the end state in mind, which, which is representing the people of Monterey. Well, you hit it right on the head there when you said, just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what more is there than that to me. Absolutely. Just trying to do the right thing. Absolutely. And you know, I will say that a lot of my colleagues have come up to me and have talked to me individually, um, uh, recognizing some of the issues that are going on and um, really trying to be an ally in this fight. And I'll say that's a big thing about this experience and this go around is that. I'm seeing a lot of people not just showing up to a demonstration, but they're saying, what can I do? And I think that's um, that's something I feel really powerful is happening in regards to this go around. Not to say that we're going to solve it here, um, but I think we're advancing in ways that we weren't able to before. So I think we're moving in a great direction. Yeah, and I totally agree with you with, with, with that fact that... It does feel like there's actual movement for yeah. for once. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel like there's this big splash and then nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And it does feel like there's some momentum and that there's something that's solid that's actually going to stick. Well, and you know, some people still don't feel like we're moving fast enough. Some people think we're moving too fast, right? So you're never going to make everybody happy. But I think that for me, as long as we're having that forward movement, hopefully a little bit faster than we've been seeing over the last, uh, you know, couple hundred years with dealing with uh, racial inequality. But, you know, nonetheless, we're moving forward. So that's what it's all about. And you're a good friend. I, 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 you got, are your, too. I got your note um, when all that was happening. And, and I, I hold that dear and 